Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In with your hosts, Megan Myers and Steffi Predmore. This week, I hope you're hungry because we're chatting all about snacks. Stay tuned. Do you love listening to I'd Rather Stay In and want to support the podcast? Well, now you can. Visit our website or the link in our Instagram profile and click buy me a coffee or visit buymeacoffee.com slash IRSI podcast. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can help us cover the costs of creating this podcast. There are no monthly memberships and you can support us at whatever level you like, whenever you like. Whether you buy us one coffee, many coffees, or simply continue listening as always, we're so grateful for your support. Hello, Steffi. I have a question for you. Ooh, okay. Have you ever had a problem where you are either laying in bed at night trying to relax yourself to sleep or meditating and you're focused on your breathing and suddenly you start to think about what if I forget how to breathe (laughs) and then you're full of anxiety because you're like, what if I forget how to breathe? So I haven't had that exact problem, but I (laughs) very much remember like being a kid and the whole concept of like our bodies just know how to breathe, like blowing Mm -hmm. my mind and then just like really overthinking the whole like breathing thing. (laughs) And, like, blinking, too. Like, if you think too much about blinking, then you, like, blink too many times or you stop blinking. It's like a whole, I can't, yeah. So, while that has not been an exact problem, uh, similar problems, yes. I'm sure it's just related to general anxiety anyway, but this past week there were a couple of nights where I've been trying to fall asleep and I've been trying to breathe it into sleep and... (laughs) I just end up thinking about breathing and then thinking about forgetting how to breathe and then subsequently I have problems breathing. (laughs) I will say that that happens to me more often if I've been um, rolling in the catnip. Ah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not my problem, so. (laughs) No, but I do, like, anytime I've rolled in the catnip, so to speak, thank you, Caleb, for that, uh, I'm like, breathing is weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's that. Yeah, that that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I have uh, created a monster. Uh, I, so this actually goes back a few months. Anytime I'm eating anything, my child is like, I need some of that. And she started doing it like with like drinks too. And a couple months back, I had an ice cream tea from Starbucks and she was like, I want some of that. And because there's only like three people on the planet who actually like ice cream tea, I was like, fine, you can have a sip because you're not going to like it. And then you'll leave me alone. No, 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 no. Now there are four people on the planet who like ice cream tea. <laughs> and so that was a thing. And because I drink, especially like during the summer months, I drink iced tea a lot. And then when it's colder, I switch to hot tea. 
And so pretty much anytime I'm drinking tea, she's like, hmm, I want some of that. And then this week I made myself some chai concentrate. So I've been drinking iced chai. And she was like, I need that. And this afternoon, well, this this morning, she like specifically came over to my desk and was like, tea? I was like, oh my god. So it was pretty watered down by that point. It was like the very bottom of the glass. And it was like mostly like ice water. Like watered down at that point. So I let her have like the last couple sips. And then in the afternoon, she was like, like she got, they got home from physical therapy. And she was like about to go up for a nap. And she was like, tea? And I was like, oh, no, honey. Like, how about you want some water? No. I was like, do you want some milk? No. I said, you want tea? Yeah. So I had to, like, put, like, three drops of chai concentrate in the glass, like, in the cup, and then fill the rest with milk and say, here's your tea. And then she was very happy. (laughs) So I don't know if I need to, like, make, like, cinnamon water, (laughs) like, concentrated cinnamon water for her to, like, because I'm like, you don't, girl, you do not need the caffeine. So, anyway, I made a monster. Uh, just story. get her, just get her into sleepy time tea. <laughs> just you know, then you like, have multiple tea. problems solved. So many problems solved. <laughs> I was like, girl, I just don't like what toddler is like. Yes, tea. That's my drink. Yeah, even Max, who is eight, is like tea doesn't taste like anything. Like well, it tastes like it. Tea tastes like tea, but he's like, it tastes like water. It tastes like <laughs> nothing. I'm like, okay, dude. Sure. Very Ted Lasso of him. Well, Eden apparently <laughs> does think it tastes like something. So yeah, so that was that's my that's my weird kid who thinks that tea is great, asks for it by name. You know, at least I can give her basically milk and call it tea, and she's like, okay. I mean, could you just give her regular milk and she wouldn't know the difference? I mean, probably. Uh, but I, yeah. like, at least, like, her seeing me, like, pour the concentrate, like, into the glass, she's like, she's making me tea. She watches mm. me do it for myself. So she yeah. is, like, smart enough that you can't completely trick her. Like, I'd have to at least pretend to do something to it and then be like, it's your tea. <sighs> she just wants to be like mom. She's too smart sometimes. I wonder sometimes if she, like doesn't have taste buds (laughs) (laughs) she eats everything well i mean she does there are certain things where she'll just be like no like she clearly doesn't want it that day or like there have been things that she's like "Eh," about at first and then the second time she tries it she's like yes this is awesome but sometimes yeah i'm like you are wildly unpicky there's wildly picky and she is the opposite end of the spectrum also Guys, she learned how to say Royce. She has, to this point, just called Royce Bubba, which we call him Bubba a lot. But yesterday she said Royce for the first time. Royce. 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 It's the cutest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So, (laughs) big, big times over here with our ear infection. Guys, we have to talk about food again. I mean, have to, want to, you know, like. It's been like 
too many episodes of us not talking about food, so it just felt like we needed to have a little, like, food chit-chat before we, like, start to hit the holiday season. Yeah. Kind of like a little... a a prepper for, like, (laughs) all the food you're about to eat. Just like appetizers. Just like snacks. Yeah. It's a little snack. See it's what I did little there? Snack. <laughs> it's a little snack. So, because Mez- Megan is Megan, uh, she did a little research on the history of snacks for us. I mean, I had to. <laughs> we we knew it was gonna happen. We can't just talk about food. We have to like talk, talk a little con- bit more deeper. Yeah, context. context. Uh, so there's a little bit of a debate. Over what is the oldest snack food? Okay, first of all, I have to interject. The fact that there is a debate about this... I mean... Is kind of hilarious to me. Historians are such nerds, and they love to find stuff like this (laughs) to argue about. No, it was this! No, it was this! Like, okay. I mean, I can see there are there are multiple reasons why uh, the argument makes sense to me, though. So, and why it like is worth a while argument, in yes. my opinion. Yes. But <laughs> I'm also kind of a nerd. Um, so the debate is either whether it's pretzels or popcorn, which what? I didn't Excellent even snacks. I did not think about pretzels being something that was old. Um, I, what I know about pretzels are that they were made by, like, this is not, this is me not looking at your notes. Uh, what I know about pretzels is that they were made by, like, nuns or monks or something as, like, a, to teach the kids something about, like, crossing your hands to pray or crossed arms for prayer or some such nonsense. Well, you were raised in evangelical, so that would make sense that that is what you learned. <laughs> That's what I learned. <laughs> but I didn't um, know it was, like, old. Yeah, so they were supposedly invented in the 6th century by an Italian monk. And apparently he used it as some sort of reward for children attending church. Okay. I do not. I do not know if the part about the crossed hands or hands in lap or that i'm not sure if that's true but that w- i i could see it right like it's one of those it's one of those whether it's true or not like you can see the tie you could see how if it's a myth that it came to be yeah i don't know how good they were in the sixth century i mean like no um, no shots to the sixth century but like probably not great probably not great i i can't imagine they're like a delicious soft pretzel they're probably they're probably like those really, really hard Ooh, like break your sourdough ones. ones. Yeah. 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 I'm not really sure what those pretzels are good for, to be honest with you. I do not know, but they still sell them. <laughs> However, uh, some archaeologists believe that Native Americans were making popcorn for thousands of years before that. I mean, that makes sense to me. Right, because popcorn is, comes from corn, and yes. it's a natural, like, there's nothing you need to do to it, necessarily. Right. And but, indig- indigenous peoples have been growing corn since for, the forever. time. Yeah. Basically. So, I can, to- I can totally see the popcorn thing. 
Yeah. That... Again, are they drizzling it with butter? Probably not. But, <laughs> you know. Butter and salt and, I mean, maybe salt, but um, that also probably tasted very differently uh, than the popcorn we used to, we're used to, aside from microwave popcorn, which right. who knows what's all over that. I mean, true. But for anyone who doesn't know, popcorn is actually a different kind of corn than, like, corn corn. Mm-hmm. That the corn you eat. And also, most of the corn that you see growing is, like, corn for cows. Yes. So, we have a whole corn problem here. Yeah, but, there's a lot of different kinds of corn. Grow up in yeah. the Midwest and you learn a lot about corn. <laughs> but you can also... Buy popcorn on the cob. Which I've never done, but sounds fascinating. We have gotten it from the CSA a few times. And also, I saw at the farmer's market um, last week, the week before, that some of the, the places had popcorn on the cob still. Um, it's kind of a fun thing to get when you have kids because I was gonna you... going to say, it sounds like a good, like little kid project yeah because you put it in like a paper lunch bag mm-hmm. and then you fold it up and you pop it in the microwave and then it just like falls off the cob yeah most of it falls off some of it will pop and but stay on i like need to do this now it's pretty fun we have some I here so maybe some time you come over yeah <laughs> the kids think it's fun yeah and actually it pops like really well interesting i'm always surprised about when you, when you look at the corn cob and then you see, like, how much popcorn you get afterwards. I'm always surprised by how, how well it pops. I mean, I always struggle with that when I make popcorn of, like, I always put too many kernels in the pot. And then I'm, I'm like, well, I definitely overshot how much popcorn I needed. Like, I've never keyed in, like, okay, it, I am one person. I <laughs> do not need this many kernels. Because it makes, like, it just expands so much and it makes so much popcorn. <laughs> I feel like whenever I make it in the air popper, I never make enough. Mm. But when I make a like the cob, like that's too much. Somewhere in between. Well, Somewhere in between. <laughs> yeah. So that's the main debate between the first snack. I mean, it's kind I'm of a weird title to, to battle. But yeah, I would give it to the, the popcorn as well. Also, popcorn is more delicious. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, I mean, unless we're talking, like, a soft pretzel, which I which is not what we're talking about here. I, I Again, like, probably the, like, hard pretzels. Yeah. I'm probably going to choose popcorn. Yeah. I would say a soft pretzel with, like, a, ch- a cheese spread. Mm, Amazing. So good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Although, we do really like the, um, the Dots brand pretzels. They are really fucking good. Well, that's because they're seasoned, though. Well, yes. But we were talking about, like, now we would pick popcorn over pretzels. I, it, it, Depending on, like, it has to be a very specific brand of pretzels for me to, like, choose it over popcorn. But nine times out of ten, it's popcorn for me. Yeah, me too. Because I'm, like, in Chex Mix, I'm picking around the, the pretzels. I'm not eating the pretzels. Oh, yeah. No. I'm feeding the pretzels to the dog. I, Max loves pretzels, and I, I will, like, save the pretzels for him to eat. Oh. <laughs> and you're like, I'm such a good mom, but really it's because I didn't want them. I'll eat, like, 
a couple of the pretzels like sporadically in between my bites. Yes. But there's like more than like three pretzels in my bowl, then it's too many. Yes, agreed. <laughs> we, we are on the same wavelength with the pretzels. <laughs> um, continuing along our history, we're jumping ahead in time now and we're going to talk about Triscuit, which is Triscuit, Triscuit not Triscuits, which always mm. is weird to me because. It should be plural, but it's still just Triscuit, apparently. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> Can we go back in time and fix that? <laughs> if only. They were invented in 1903, and they were the first crackers to be made using electricity. They were made with hydroelectric power. And that is why they have the name Triscuit, because it comes from Electricity Biscuit. I'll be damned. Which is just silly. <laughs> but everyone apparently thought like the the tri part was three something, like three layers of wheat or three ingredients or whatever, but it, it's not. It's, it's just the middle part of electricity and the last part yeah. of biscuit. Yeah, because apparently, I guess in... If, you know, we were around in 1903 and suddenly there was electricity, I mean, it we'd would probably be, a, be losing our minds. Right. Like. It would be like a thing. And you're like, oh, my gosh, they made these crackers, these biscuits, using electricity. Oh, my God. Yeah. It'd be a big Insanity. Deal. Who knows what the world is going to come up with next? Well, it turns out, more snacks. <laughs> Because when in doubt, we will just come up with different snackage. So, you know, then after World War II in the 1950s, a lot of things started getting more automated and industrial manufacturing, packaged, packaged food became a huge part of everyday life. And everybody wanted easier ways to get food on the table. Everything had to be easier, started to make, you know, mom's lives a little bit easier. And that included snack foods. I mean, that makes sense. And there's just, like, this chart that I had found on the Smithsonian where it just shows, like, this... Um, it feels almost like a, a vertical line of, like, the number of new products introduced every year. Mm-hmm. And for, like, basically from the 1970s on, it's just, like, 45 degree or or smaller. Yeah. <laughs> So many new products every year, and most of them seem to be snacks, like coming from working for a grocery store and just like knowing about food stuff in general, like everything is snacks. It's just kind of crazy. And we're all like at this point in time, we're all used to like kale chips and sprouted grain bites and whatever protein bars and all that nonsense but by the early 1990s we were already obsessed with making packaged snacks healthier like snack wells absolutely not do you do you remember how like what snack wells was made by nabisco i'm pretty sure Uh uh-huh um and they like tricked us all into thinking they were good yeah. They were so bad. Really They were bad. terrible. Really terrible. terrible. Actually, I know I mentioned Maintenance Space, the podcast, last week, but they actually have a great episode on Snackwells. 
I was trying to find it and I could not remember if it was on maintenance phase or you're wrong about it. You just knew Mike was talking about it. I knew <laughs> because every time one, either him or, or Sarah or Aud- Aubrey say snack wells, they just like start getting angry. Um, <laughs> for good reason. Like, yes. I feel like snack wells really brought in this crazy era of like, junk food can be good for you. We're not even going to, like, pretend to make you eat vegetables. We're just going to make this cakey chocolate cookie be healthy. Right. Oh. It really just tasted like ass and was not good for you. Spoiler. No, they still make them, though. Yeah, it's weird. They're still around. I mean, <sighs> diet culture, man. I know. The funny thing is that Snackwells is like, like, we were so consumed by Snackwells. And then they came out with, like, those chips that were made with Alestra. Oh, uh-huh. And then everybody, like, pooped their pants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so that went away. But, like, all these other snacks that still don't have good things in them are still around because, like, you poop your pants less often? <laughs> I don't know. It's, like, somehow less offensive because it doesn't happen as frequently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of questions about that. I don't know. I actually, I think it was not that long ago, but I had a snack wells recently-ish just to see what it tasted like. And? And... First of all, it tastes like really fake, cho- like fake chocolate. Sure. And so I got like the the quintessential snack wells. I feel like is that like the devil's food cake one that's like yeah the like uh... it's like uh, cake with like a weird fake frosting and then covered in like a a hard shell. Uh huh. And so <laughs> all of it tastes like chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> the cake is like eating a sponge but like drier than a sponge (laughs) it's really hard to describe but also that is exactly what it tastes like (laughs) (laughs) it's got that that's got that flavor that basically like if you've ever eaten one you know exactly what it tastes like it's just like 30 years later in your memory yeah they were so bad I feel like now there's just too many snacks in general. Like, I don't, it, it's this weird thing where they just keep introducing more and more snacks because, and I mean food products in general, because they want to capture the market. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that Americans and probably other people, like humans in general, our brains shut down when we have too many options right so like (laughs) and a lot of us tend to just like we have like that comfort thing so i feel like it's kind of unusual for like something like brand new to come on the market and like really succeed long term Mm -hmm. because like oh the novelty but then you revert back to like your old staples yeah i would agree with that like you you're you go back to like the potato chips and the pretzels and the popcorn and the cheez-its 
and the ice cream and like shit like that and the stuff that's just like wild and crazy like it doesn't (laughs) it just doesn't stick around particularly like a particularly long time yeah even like i i mentioned kale chips earlier kale chips were huge for like three years Mm -hmm. and there's technically still around but i don't i I don't know came to their senses on that (laughs) sometimes they were okay but most of the time they were not and so i don't really know anyone who still eats them no i don't know anyone that eats them i mean the way that i feel about celery is how my husband feels about kale So it's basically not allowed in this house. (laughs) Like he was like looking at a recipe online. Like he was like doing some like research for like some recipe development stuff. And he was like, yeah, I found this one, but it uses fucking kale. We will not be doing that. (laughs) It's just like laughing. (laughs) It's like, I know, babe, no kale. I mean, how does he feel about like chard or collards? That's fine. Really? Because collards, I feel like, are even, like, more of a... of a. I mean, they're less offensive to him than kale. <laughs> I feel like for kale, it is more the association than the actual vegetable at this point. I mean, I've tried to feed it to him different ways, and he's had it a lot of different ways at work, and he's just not... He's... He just... No. <laughs> So kale chips, if I brought home kale chips and was like, you should eat these kale chips, he would probably smother, probably smother me in my sleep. <laughs> that would be, that would be that. I was trying to think of a snack that is new-ish, but is also still really popular. Mm. And I can't really think of anything. But Takis are new-ish. Yeah. And those are still pretty huge. Also, I real, just learned that there is a Angry Burger flavor of Takis. A, a what? Angry Burger. It's a spicy hamburger and dill pickle flavor. I wish you could see my face right now. <laughs> I've got a lot of questions about that. There's 24 flavors of Takis. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Takis were invented in 1999, and but they didn't come to the States until 2006. That makes sense. Um, and now they're huge. My son loves Takis. That makes sense. Um, I also feel like, well, I feel like maybe Texas got them before we did up here. Uh, I would assume so, yeah. They, like, are making their way north. The proximity to Mexico. Yes. I there are like... actually, here, I've noticed there are a lot of taki flavors available at the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, I see them <laughs> a lot more now. And, like, I think they're just, like, I, th- I just think that they, I think it took a little longer to get up here than down in, yeah. down in, in Tejas. Um, yeah, because, like, a lot of the stuff that I'm thinking about, they're not, like, new snacks. They're, like staple brands and it's like a different 
Like a variation. Yeah, like um, those crackers um, that's like, I think they might be like, I think they actually might be made by Townhouse, but they've got like the two, it's like one side's a pretzel and one side's a cracker mm-hmm. or whatever. Like those came out, I think that I might have been in high school maybe or something when those came out. Um, and they still actually make those, which I feel like is a long time for them to make. <laughs> like I, I would have thought that they would have petered out by now. Um I mean, they're pretty good, but um, it's stuff. A lot of the stuff that I'm thinking about is stuff like that, where it's not a new snack, really. It's just like they've taken their existing product line and like expanded it slightly, or like done a twist on it, or yeah, whatever. That made me think of. Uh, I was at the store the other day, and I bought a box of townhouse crackers. And it made me realize that we only ever ate townhouse crackers when I was a kid. Like, we never got Ritz. Oh. And I don't know if it was, like, Ritz were more expensive or there was just some weird brand loyalty there. (laughs) Because I feel like, and I also could be incorrect in this, so... Texas listeners don't sue me. Um, I feel like townhouse crackers are not available in Texas. Oh. Because we bought Ritz. But then when we got, when I bought the townhouse here, I was like, now I remember why I like the townhouse. And it's because if you are eating summer sausage and you cut a slice of summer sausage, it's round, but then you have to cut it in half. You have to cut it in half, and then it's the half size is the perfect size for a townhouse cracker. Townhouse cracker. Uh, it does. I I just searched on the townhouse website. Apparently, something is available in Texas, but I don't know if it's the regular ones or these bougie ass flatbread crackers. It could also depend on the store too. Yes. So. You never I can't know. Seem to search for I, I don't I don't this is not a this is not a very user friendly website. If anyone from Kellogg Corporation is listening, uh, the townhouse website needs some love. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. One snack cracker. If while we're on the snack cracker category, apparently. One snack cracker that I'm always surprised still exists is chicken in a biscuit. Yes. Which is I, the same kind of thing where you like, I haven't had a chicken in a biscuit in like 25 years, but, but I, I know exactly, exactly what, it what it tastes like. like. And like, weird, they're weirdly good. They're weirdly good. Like you, once you eat one, you cannot stop eating them. They should not be good. No, they should be The terrible. concept is I just... What even... What even it's. I feel like it's a cracker with like chicken bouillon on it. Well, we're gonna and maybe some cheese. Chicken in a biscuit. But like baked snack crackers. It is definitely a concept that you're like, yeah, that'd be delicious. No. <laughs> also, what do you eat it with? You can't eat it with anything. Uh, let's see. Blah 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 blah. Normal cracker stuff. Uh, onion powder. Dehydrated cooked chicken. <laughs> Spice extractives. There you go. Mm, dehydrated cooked chicken. And yet. They're really good. 
They're really good. I know there are certain people out there that are, like, nodding along. Like, they know. Like, I'm not going to go out and buy a box of chicken and a biscuit crackers. But no. But now I'm kind of craving chicken I'm and always crackers. tempted, though, when I see them at the store. I'm like, you know what? I know those crackers are good. <laughs> <laughs> we should just do, like, a, sh- a shitty snacks snack tray. <laughs> like a guilty snacks. Uh-huh. And the not chicken like and the biscuit bad. crackers will be on yeah. there. <laughs> we'll do it when we have our uh, Twilight watch party. <laughs> We, we can like, uh, we can add it on with the um, Totino's Takis pizza rolls. Oh God, it sounds horrible. It does. It sounds like heartburn right there. <laughs> uh, I got a little heartburn listening to that. We were always a wheat thins family. My mom always bought wheat thins or Triscuit sometimes if we were feeling rich, but usually mm. like store brand wheat thins. I don't really. Yeah, we would always buy Townhouse and like. We wouldn't get wheat thins probably because they were wheat and that was like healthy. <laughs> and like, which is funny because we only would buy wheat bread. That is funny. Um, but wheat thins does make really good flavored wheat thins. I, I, I love a wheat thin. I was like straight up addicted to the ranch flavored wheat thins for a while. They're good. I love, mm-hmm. I love a Triscuit and I love a wheat thin. Yeah some good stuff so i found a random ass list of like (laughs) the best snacks oh really it's like the 99 best i don't know who i don't know who created this it's sort of like a random ass website but a bunch of the like the first like 20 plus hold on the first 20 Four things that are listed are candies, first of all. <laughs> like, mostly candy bars. Um, Is this list brought to us by Eminem Mars Company? It, you would think so. Uh, and then the, like, Lindor truffles uh, are on there. The Ferrero Rocher and then M&M's. And then finally at number 25, we get to Hostess Twinkies, which fucking barf. And then finally at 26, we get Doritos, but they're saying the cool ranch ones. The nacho cheese ones are the superior Doritos. Everyone knows that. I I do enjoy cool ranch Doritos, but cool ranch Doritos, I was just reading about this the other day. They are not as cool or as ranch as they used to be. (laughs) I think there's a shock. (laughs) <laughs> apparently they changed the formula from like the 80s or 90s or whenever it was that they like brought out Cool Ranch Doritos yeah so they're not the same anymore um what a sham. which is sad that's just that is sad well I always thought the nacho cheese ones were superior we don't I, even buy the not... nacho cheese ones anymore because we like the the spicy nacho cheese ones oh well you know I don't do that <laughs> but we like to get when we make when we make nachos. We like to get the nacho cheese Doritos and do half of those and then half regular tortilla chips. Fancy, because we are trash. I mean, I did make taki nachos for my son's birthday a couple of years ago. So, and you admittedly felt terrible afterwards. It was a mistake. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, Pringles are also on the list, although 
They list the barbecue flavor specifically. Mm. Barbecue is like my number two, though. But the sour cream and onion are where it's at. Sour cream and onion are better than the barbecue. It's true. I don't understand how all the savory snacks are way below all the candies. I don't either. I mean, there's also... Is it really like a list of the top? Or is it? are they not in a particular order? I don't... uh, Um... I have a hard time believing that Twinkies got rated over Doritos. It seems like maybe... Oh, it seems like maybe they, like... I don't think maybe they're in a specific order. I don't I don't think they're in the order of the best. It Because it does say this list is comprised of the best of the best. Candy bars, chips, fruit snacks, gourmet, and corner store favorites. Okay, so, like, it, I think... Oh, they're, they're like, in categories. Together. But they did... It doesn't... It, that's not clear when you're just scrolling through the list very quickly while you're talking on a podcast. They really should change <laughs> uh, So, they list... They do the Pringles, which Pringles are Megan's and my, like, go-to... That's, like, a go-to road trip snack. I can eat a whole thing of Pringles in a sitting. It's extremely embarrassing. I I just pulled up. I just went to go see, like, maybe if we could get the same list. And I got a list from Thrillist. Oh. And this is an order. And it goes from 100 to 1. Can, you will never guess what 100 is. Is 100 the best or 100 is the worst? 100 is the worst of the 100 snacks. Probably sour cream and onion sprinkles. Premium saltines. <laughs> I don't know why it's even on a list of the best. 99 is sunflower seeds. 98 is raisinets. <laughs> Who made this list? Oh my god. Oh. They put Swiss rolls down at 89. That is offensive to little Debbie. <laughs> Megan's going to start a letter writing campaign on behalf They're of They're rated Debbie. below club crackers. Come on. Oh. And Pez. Pez is not even a food. It's not even a food. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to get to the top. This girl's forever. Oh my. There's so many things on here that are just like bad that are rated higher. Gushers, those are horrible. Oh, those were terrible when I was a kid. Oh, they still exist. They do, yeah. I think my kids had them once, like maybe in a Halloween basket or something. Like jelly goo on the inside. Oh, kids love that stuff. Werther's Original is on my list, which (laughs) just makes me think of my grandpa. He loved, he was so old and loved Werther's Originals. I do kind of like them, though. He always have like, the hard ones. Yeah, the hard ones you'd have to suck on. Uh-huh. Yeah, I kind of liked them when I was a kid. Same. I, I mean, I don't know if I liked them. I don't know if I actually really liked them or if I just had such positive associations of yeah. them with my grandpa. I don't know, but yeah. I also I really them. like nips. I don't know what those are. Nips are like a hard candy, and on the inside they have like a, a filling, like a cream thing. So you'd have to, like, suck on the hard candy until you could get whatever the cream-type filling was. It was usually, like, a chocolate or, like, a butterscotch or coffee flavor or something. Interesting. Okay. What? This is still just, like... Oh, we're back to candy on my list. Oatmeal cream pies are on here. Those are good. Yeah, although 
I just really liked the cookie and not so much the cream filling because I'm a weirdo. What I actually like better, though, is that they sometimes have available a peanut butter cream pie where it's <gasps> peanut butter cookies. And then, like, peanut butter filling. I've but I've only s- seen those at the gas station, like, twice I mean, in my I've whole life. Something, I've made something like that, like a, like a peanut butter oatmeal cookie sandwich with, like, peanut butter, like, filling. And that was pretty fucking good. So, I'm into that. Well, you can be vindicated because Thrillist number one is Doritos. I will also note that in their menu header, they have, have their th- own tab for cannabis. So that might have something to do with. Have something to do with it. Durie. Um, <laughs> I I I I do love Doritos. I cannot keep them in the house because I don't really know how to stop eating them, and it's kind of a problem. Although, would I say it is the number one snack of all time? I don't know about that, but I don't, I don't know what I would list. But you know, um, okay. How do you feel about Fritos? Uh, I do really like Fritos, um, mostly, so plain Fritos for Frito pie. Okay. Slash walking tacos, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Um, we usually make that every time we go camping because it's easy and they will eat it. Um, and then I really like the chili cheese Fritos. Ooh, yeah, those are good. And... I like the barbecue Fritos, like the twisty ones. Mm. They used to make ranch Fritos, which I believe they also still might make, but you can only get at a gas station. There's a lot of snacks you can only get at gas stations. why road trip snacks are the best. They are. Like, I'm sorry, you can save your carrot sticks for later. I don't want them. I don't want them on my road trip. No. I want. That's no fun. I want. I... you know what I love? I love at a gas station when you get mini donuts. Well, no, I, I was gonna say um, the bags of just the rye chips. Oh yeah. Like the I don't uh, I don't think it's Chex Mix that does them. Maybe Gardettos, but it's like literally the just the rye chips from like the Chex Mix. Yeah, I think it's Gardettos. So fucking good because the rye chips are the best part of like a packaged like. Chex Mix situation. So, just a bag of those. Totally happy. <laughs> uh, ew, peeps are on here. Gross. Ew. Ugh. Sour Patch Kids. I do love the Sour Patch Kids. I love Sour Patch Kids. And my kids also love Sour Patch Kids, which I think is hilarious that we all are like, Sour Patch Kids, yes! <laughs> Whenever like, the kids get them, I'm like, can I have some, please? I know. I think I put them in Alex's like Christmas stocking last year because he loves sour <laughs> candy, and we both love Sour Patch Kids. Um, let's see. There's some, there's some random ones on here. Uh, lots of like hard candies airheads oh i don't does anyone actually eat airheads uh my kids do i mean kids eat them i guess kids eat them yeah Uh, the brown sugar pop tarts which are oh arguably the best pop tart i mean pop tarts are trash but (laughs) the brown sugar ones are arguably the best ones yeah, you don't like chocolate, but I really liked the um, 
the they were like s'mores ones. Oh. So they had like marshmallow goo in them along yes. with the chocolate. One of the many times in the 80s and 90s when uh, snack food companies tried to sell us desserts as breakfast. Absolutely. I mean, they still do. Like, I mean, yeah, it's not. It's, it's not gotten better, but. <laughs> like, but. They're like, you like waffles? We'll just uh, repackage it into a sugary cereal. It'll be delicious. It'll fly you off like, the shelves. <laughs> what was I saw like the most ridiculous cereal the other day, and I can't even remember what it is because it was so ridiculous. But it was literally just like, you like Twinkies? We made a cereal out of it. <laughs> Eat them for breakfast. Mm. <laughs> Why not? It's so fine. Delicious. Uh, it's part of bears. a healthy breakfast. I love a gummy bear. Mmm. Not a sugar. But one, you though. only like. You only like certain flavors, though, of gummy bears, right? The pineapple ones are my favorite. I will eat other flavors, but the pineapple ones are my all-time favorite. Like, no contest. <laughs> um, although we had... Oh, man. What brand was that? We When we went to... Um, we went to Wisconsin. Our friends had gotten these gummy bears and there was like 12 different flavors in them what brand was fancy uh i'm trying to remember oh my gosh were they like were they fancy gummy bears or uh like haribo albanese candy 12 flavors I mean, you could get them. They had them at the People's Kroger, so they're definitely not. Oh, I've seen those before. Fancy. I think, but they have like, they're literally twelve different flavors. I'm trying to find a. I'm trying to find a list of the flavors. Like, read more. Flavors include cherry, pink grapefruit, watermelon, strawberry, orange, blue raspberry. Which, hold on, I have a rant about blue, blue raspberry in a second. Orange, blue raspberry, lime, grape, green apple, mango, pineapple, and lemon. Hmm. They were they were quite good. Um, what? How how did blue raspberry become a thing? Um, I actually used to know this because my kids are always asking me about it, but I do not remember. I remember as a kid being like, blue raspberries don't exist. And it also, blue raspberry doesn't taste like raspberry. It just it like it tastes like blue raspberry. But blue raspberries don't exist. So yes. it like it tastes like nothing. It tastes like a thing that doesn't exist. Well, the reason why it's blue is because all the other fruits that art candy is already made out of is red. Sure. I mean, I guess that so, makes sense. So you can't tell the difference between... Like, my kids don't necessarily know the difference between, like, a cherry candy, a watermelon candy, and a strawberry candy because they're... All Sometimes they're different shades, but it depends on what who's made the candy. Yeah. But why does it not actually taste like raspberry? I don't think it tastes like raspberry. It does not. It tastes like food coloring. It tastes, it tastes uh, like raspberry. <laughs> and sugar. Yeah. Um, supposedly the flavor comes from a raspberry that is called a blue raspberry. Or there's, it's got three names. It's 
It's it's called white bark raspberry, black cap raspberry, or blue raspberry. So, so sounds like a GMO. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just I mean, raspberry is crossbreed. Um, I don't think the fruit is blue. I think the fruit is probably like a dark, dark, dark blackish, blue. like a blackberry. I would guess because there are you know similar. I mean, there are black raspberries, so I would assume it's the same kind of color. Um, I don't really know why they decided it had to be like this horrible <laughs> neon blue color. Terrible. Yeah, it's like weird. Um, oh, sun chips are on the list. Those have not been around that long. Really? I remember eating they, sun chips when I was well, a kid. They, they launched in 1991. Oh, that makes sense then. But so. that was in like the health. That's interesting because that was in like the healthy snack phase. And sun chips stuck around. Mm-hmm. And they're good. They're, they're freaking delicious. Yeah, they're not terrible. Mm-mm. I do remember a lot of people being like, oh, those are disgusting because, like, grains, bleh. No, I love <laughs> sun chips I love are great. Sun chip. Yeah, the garden salsa is so good. Yeah, I like all of them. I, I Yeah, I, like, won't. I mean, I'm not going to kick a sun chip out of bed. But, yeah, very good. Um, uh just to go back to the blue raspberry for one second. Yes. The flavor was developed using banana, cherry, and pineapple. I told you it doesn't taste like raspberries. Right. Weird. Um, see, this did not solve my issues. Trust issues with blue raspberry. Um, <laughs> bugles. Oh, my God. I haven't thought about bugles in like a hundred years. Yeah, I think there was that time when we all had them as kids and we put them on our fingers and ate them. But bugles were not delicious. No, they're not. They're very salty. They're very salty and don't taste like much of anything else. Yeah, they're like, they're a corn chip, but they're not like, it's not like a Frito. No, it's like a corn chip derived or deprived of its corn. (laughs) like a like a muted corn chip yeah <laughs> corn chips for people who don't like corn <laughs> yeah kind of um do you have obviously i don't eat oreos do you have any particular like oreo feelings because i know a lot of people have like very specific like they only eat the double stuff or like they always pull them apart and eat the cream filling first like <laughs> do you have like an oreo thing i have i have multiple thoughts about oreos Ooh, do tell um first of all double stuff are the best oreos okay there's no contest it has double the filling like what would be the problem here i don't understand who would eat oreo thins why? I was just going to say, you don't like those thin ones? <laughs> no. It's funny that I prefer the double stuff because I'm not a frosting person. But right. I, I am a little surprised, but okay, I think, continue. I think it's because the chocolate in an Oreo cookie is so chocolatey that you need I need the cream that, to cut it. Yeah, it's I like need the cream filling a, to cut it. And the like, ratio is correct in a double stuff. It's like having a glass of milk with a piece of chocolate cake. Like, you need that, like... Right. But I don't, like, I guess ideally you would dip your Oreos in a glass of milk, but I don't do that because then it's soggy and disgusting. So, like, why are you ruining your cookies? Um, 
So I'm a double stuff all the way person. The other thing I don't understand about Oreos is this constant need for new flavors. Oh, God. Just like so many new flavors all the time. Every holiday, there's at least one new flavor. Every third month where the second Sunday has dropped with a full moon, there's another flavor. Like, it's just super random and weird. I don't get it. Um, Here, let's, uh, I'm going to. Are you going to go through the Oreo flavors? Because there's a lot. I'm on their website right now. So currently, listed on the Oreo website, we have, oh, there's not not a terrible number right now. Uh, S'mores, Oreo S'mores cookies, limited edition. Uh, we have Oreo Brookio Brownie. What? So it's <laughs> that sounds complicated and original weird. brownie original cream and cookie dough, triple layered cream. So okay, so I think it's like I think from the picture on the package, I think that it's the regular cookies, and then it's three layers of cream. One is regular the original one is cookie dough and one is brownie but it's layered they're not like mm-hmm. they're layers of the cream three layers of cream with the regular cookies I, you, po- you ponder that for a minute uh we I'm, try- have- I'm trying to picture it in my brain and now i have to look <laughs> we have the like chocolate hazelnut cream so basically nutella Mm-hmm. But they can't use Nutella because Nutella is whatever. Uh, the Java chip flavored cream. So like coffee, chocolate chip cream. There's, of course, the mint Oreos, but I don't think that's like new. I think that the, I think the, or- the mint Oreos are kind of a perennial flavor. I think so. Um, we have uh, birthday cake flavor cream. Uh, these all these all have, except for the s'mores one, which is like a a graham cracker cookie with uh marshmallow and chocolate flavors of cream all of these have like the original chocolate cookie as far as i can tell um and then there's the like chocolate chocolate so the chocolate cookie and the chocolate cream and then the chocolate cookie with dark chocolate cream because you know uh there's a the vanilla cookie but with chocolate so it's a graham flavored cookie with peanut butter and chocolate cream like swirled together. It's the chocolate peanut butter pie flavor. And then there's the peanut butter Oreos, which is the regular cookie with the peanut butter cream. Uh, carrot cake. Oh. So carrot cake flavored cookie with cream cheese frosting. Big fucking pass. Thank No, thank you. <laughs> uh, Oreo chocolate marshmallow sandwich. So I guess it's Marshmallow pieces in the cookie with mar- chocolate marshmallow cream. This gets very confusing. Uh, and then the Oreo caramel coconut flavored cream. Caramel coconut flavored cream with coconut pieces in the chocolate cookie. And then we have like the golden, the golden Oreos and then like the lemon flavored cream golden Oreos. I actually do like the golden Oreos. That's exhausting. Yeah, and that's just, like, the tip that's of the just, iceberg. Right. Like, like that's they're... not getting into, like, the fudge-covered ones and, like, all of the other 
Uh, I mean, so like all another... of the like oh the my ones god, then there's like more limited listed. edition ones I didn't even see. Oh yeah, there's like the ones that Apple were around for like a season and then went away, and then there were apparently a bunch of ones that they made specifically for movies. Like right now, they have the Pokemon ones, but they also yeah. made Oreos for like. A, the Transformers movie, and there was there's an one NBA for SpongeBob. There's too many. I, I I can't. There's. I'm just gonna run through like the more crazy ones. Uh, fruit punch flavor. <laughs> it was vanilla cookie with fruit punch flavored cream. God, that sounds so bad. Uh, key lime pie. Which maybe could be good, but probably I mean, not. I do like citrus, but probably not when it's uh, crap. Marshmallow Crispy, which is the gold Oreos with marshmallow cream, and then somehow Rice Krispies are added into that, which doesn't make any sense to me. No, that doesn't make sense. Um, Fruity Crisps Oreo cookies? Like Fruity Pebble situation? Yes. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Blueberry Pie? What? Swedish fish flavor. (laughs) (laughs) Jelly donut flavor. Waffles and syrup Oreos. Look, I love waffles. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Not that. I don't love that. No. No. Mystery Oreo. Do not do that. The mystery one was the Fruity Pebbles flavor. Peeps, which you said, uh, peppermint bark. Oh my gosh! In China, they made a hot wing Oreo <gasps> and a wasabi Oreo. Oh my god, no! Oh no! Oh no! In Japan, they made a crispy tiramisu Oreo. <sighs> Why? They made apparently they made a marshmallow moon Oreo to celebrate the fiftieth anniversary of the first man on the moon. <sighs> and right now they have apple cider donut Oreos. I just who <laughs> I do remember though when they came out with the fudge Oreos, the fudge covered Oreos, because those were like the fancy Oreos that you would get at Christmas. Yes. Like in your you stocking. Or like like they'd be on like the holiday tray. Yes. Yeah. Um The other company that does weird flavors is Lay's. Yes. Um but I do actually like trying those. I- I am way more likely to try a weird, uh, a weird, a weird chip, a weird savory. Yeah. I'm way more likely to try. There's like right now they've got Lay's Chesapeake Bay, Chesapeake Bay crab spice. Actually, Utz already makes a crab chip, which I would, I would totally eat that. Uh, they're pretty good. I had them when I was in Charleston. Well, and they had that. They had that like contest for a while where it was like submit your flavor idea. And we'll pick yeah. like three of them every year. And I had like one of them was something like um, shit. What was it? It was fucking good. 
There were a lot, I feel like, like that actually were pretty good. And some, I, like, biscuits I and gravy, remember. I think, was, like, surprisingly delicious. That one was pretty good. It, it sounded weird, but it was, like, weirdly, it was like chicken in a biscuit. You're like, this is weirdly ad- addictive. Work, but it does. <laughs> okay, so are you, go- are you more likely to go for a sweet snack or a salty snack? Uh, I'm one of those horrible eating disordered people who will go for a sweet and then a salty and then a sweet and then a salty and then a sweet. I can't stop. I can't stop. No. It's the worst. I will, but if I'm like, if I generally just need a snack, I will go for salty. Yeah. Because to me, like all, well, I guess like something like gummy bears are kind of the exception to that. But, like, a sweet thing, I'm likely getting, like, a portion. Yeah. And it's, like, dessert. I might eat it later when I'm watching TV, but it's, like, very rarely is it, like, a, where I'm just, like, for me, like, a snack, I am mindlessly eating it while I'm doing something else. Mm-hmm. Watching TV, a movie, most likely. Um, but I very rarely do that with sweet things. But you put a box of Cheez-Its in my lap. <laughs> you will not have any Cheez-Its left at the end. Right. Of the like, day. I'm not going to eat a whole package of, like, Oreos. I, right. I actually, <laughs> it was, like, kind of embarrassing. Alex and I had not been dating a terribly long time. Like, not long at all. We were staying at his parents' house. And they, like... They had gone to bed and like we were watching TV or whatever and there was a brand new box of Cheez-Its and Alex like brought them into me and I just like because I do I like zone out and then I'm like oh shit I've eaten the whole box and the next day his dad was like where was that box of Cheez-Its we bought (laughs) and I just had to be like I ate them and they were like all of them? Yeah. Like, luckily, they thought it was fucking hysterical. But it was definitely kind of embarrassing because we really hadn't been dating very long. And I had to be like, I just, I kind of, I just sort of blacked out and I just ate all the Cheez-Its. <laughs> Oops. Uh, look, Bob and I have been together for a very long time. And I would still rather bring my own snacks to his parents' house than finish something that they have. <laughs> How Midwestern of you. (laughs) So Wisconsin of you. (laughs) I cannot possibly be embarrassed for eating all their snacks. (sighs) Yeah, I, uh, it's a problem. Snacks are, like, I love snacks. And I feel like most Americans love snacks and there's just no way to get around it. And Mm -hmm. I know, you know, it's not necessarily good for us, but, uh... Too bad, I guess. (laughs) But you know what? It's not necessarily good for us, but, like, it's also not as bad for us as companies like Snackwells want us to think. Uh, Yeah, I do think that companies like that definitely poisoned our brains a little bit more than, like, just the idea of snacking itself. Yes. Um, I think what really confused matters was when everyone was like, oh, you actually... It's fine to snack because you actually should be eating like six to seven small meals a day. <laughs> and then everyone went crazy being like, well, I can eat all day long. And I was like, oh, my God, which is correct. The truth is nothing's correct. Right. 
Because everybody's body is different. Right. (sighs) It is fun. So it's fine to snack. It's okay. Eat when you're hungry, people. But also maybe don't eat like a whole bunch of gummy bears in one sitting. Followed by a whole bag of potato chips. You will have a tummy ache. Ask us how we know. You will definitely have a tummy ache. Like, just making sure you people understand. You will have a tummy ache, so... It was bad. It was a bad tummy ache. (laughs) (laughs) You will have a tummy ache, and also, if you have the non-sugar-free gummy bears, you will have to go to the bathroom. Don't eat the Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. If anyone has not gone on Amazon and read... The user reviews for the customer reviews for the Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. Please do it. We will not regale you with a live reading, although maybe we should. But uh, there, you will cry. You are laughing so hard. So if you're ever eating gummy bears, just double check that they're not sugar-free. <laughs> or, you know, just put the bag down and then walk portion away. yourself. <laughs> Something. something yes let's talk about joy yay Steffi what's bringing you joy uh I bought new sheets and they're great I like them a lot I enjoy new sheets as well yeah I ordered some from Pact I was served a Facebook ad for a sweater and clicked on it because if you guys don't know by now ads work on me and I was like, I don't need another sweater. And then I was like, but maybe I do need another sweater. And then I was like, well, <laughs> if I'm going to get it, I might as well like see if there's anything else here that I like. And I was like, oh, home section, that's new. So I went and they have towels, but they weren't the kind of towels that I like. And then they had sheets. And I was like, I'm going to try them. And they're like, um, I think they're called like, they're like a t-shirt sheets or whatever but they're organic cotton and they are so soft they like were... jersey sheets mm-hmm. yeah it's like they call it like it's like your softest t-shirt material or whatever mm-hmm. and it is it's like soft t-shirt like jersey sheets and they were like super soft straight out of the package and then i washed them and they got even more soft they're they're nice i like them a lot nice Yes. So highly recommend, especially, and they weren't like, I mean, they weren't like Target cheap, but they, for like an organic cotton set of queen size sheets, they were not Mm -hmm. terribly expensive. I've definitely purchased more expensive sheets that I didn't end up loving as much. So yeah, I feel like it's always, I'm like perennially on the hunt for sheets. (laughs) I feel like it's always such a toss up because you can't really try them. Right. Beforehand, you don't really know what it's going to feel like. Because, like, at the store, if you go to an uh, in-person store, they have, sometimes they'll have those little, like, swatches mm-hmm. that are supposed to tell you how it feels. But also, 15,000 other people have touched that swatch. So, of course, it's going to be really soft. Right. Um, <laughs> also, like, my husband is an oven like he just when he sleeps he just like becomes a dragon and 
so he like I'm const- like I've spent so many years trying to find sheets that are gonna cater to his like need for something that keeps him cool, and I finally have just Cyrus said fuck it and just decided to order these because I wanted them. <laughs> <laughs> and quite frankly, I don't care if he likes them or not. <laughs> I think once the weather cools off, they're I think they're a little too thick for him right now. Um, but everything is too like all sheets and blankets like it just started to cool off enough that he'll start sleeping with blankets again um and then i think he'll like them like once it's like winter like really fall and like winter and early spring i think he'll like them a lot so and i love them so i don't really give a rat's ass yeah we have the same problem where bob sleeps like really really hot and then i'm usually cold and so we have this whole situation happening right now where like the fan will be on the window will be open and he will have like most of the covers off and I'll yes. be under the blanket and the sheets. Yes, I'll be like <laughs> under like three blankets pulled all the way over my head and he's just like laying there in his like boxers and you're like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> also asleep because they fall asleep immediately because <laughs> they stay asleep through everything. They're yes. jerks. <laughs> yeah. Jerks. <laughs> oh man. Megan, what's bringing you joy? Um, in an ironic twist, uh, the thing that's bringing me joy is my new pillow. <laughs> Guys, bedding, the bedding is on fire this week. What we, pillow did you get? Uh, so it is a, I don't know, beauty rest, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know. Um, some sort of sleeping brand of pillow. <laughs> I don't. But it's not like one of those fancy pantsy things. No, I it's mean I, I got it. I got it at Home Goods. Okay, like okay, I, okay. yeah, it's like a it's a good pillow, but it's a we have a king size bed, so buying things that fit our bed is actually kind of hard sometimes. Um, and getting king size pillows was hard for a while for some reason. Although now there seem to be more king size pillows out there. I don't know. Um, and so we, Bob and I wanted new pillows for a while and then Max decided he also wanted a new pillow. So I was at home goods, like shoving my fist into like every oh, my pillow, all the pillows. <laughs> like feel how soft they were and how firm they were. Um, That's another but I'm thing always, that Alex and I struggle with. Oh yeah. Cause like Bob really likes a flat pillow, but then his doctor told him he should not be doing flat pillows yes. finally. And so he, he has a normal person's pillow now. Um, but I'm one of those people who always, I like the pillows at hotels. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because it's a combination of the fact that I have like four pillows on the bed. So nice. Or it's just that they have whatever they have for their pillows is just that great. But like, I am, I feel like I'm always searching for the perfect pillow. Yeah. And. Same. I mean, it's not that been that long that I've been using this one, but it's pretty good. It's like Love soft, it. but it's like firm enough. Love it. But it does. It's not hard. So, I like it. It's good. The dog likes it as well. She. It's really has taken, important test. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's back to her her nonsense where she will sleep in her bed most of the night, and then she'll wake up around five a.m. and then share the pillow with me <laughs> she will <laughs> she will sleep back to back with me with her uh front half on my pillow 
And then half the time it's also on my hair, so I can't get up. It's great. Oh, she loves you, Mom. It is very cozy. <laughs> That's so funny. I know. I actually really love it's get now that it, the weather's cooling off, it'll be um on your snuggle season. She <laughs> is such a good snuggler and she'll like sometimes when it especially if it's cold, she comes up and she gets she like donuts between Alex and I or she'll like she'll like spoon with one of us and like put her like paw, like hold paws with the mm. other one of us. It's very cute. Sweet. It's very sweet. It makes up for when she does things like poop on the floor. <laughs> the boys like to call it when uh, when Mystery does her her donut. He, they like to call her a cinnamon bun. Oh, she looks like a cinnamon bun. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Love it. Well, next week we are going to learn all about life coaching. Do I need one? Probably. I mean, we both probably do. <laughs> Let's be really honest with ourselves. In the meantime, <laughs> leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to us on your favorite platform. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd rather stay in podcasts at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Bye. <laughs>